Welcome to Honest Money. In today's episode, Warren Ingram answers your questions. What is scalp trading? Is it best for short-term or long-term profits? And is it worth investing in? Warren also advises on transferring your tax-free savings account funds from a cash account to an ETF platform. Don't forget to subscribe and share if you're enjoying the show. Hi, Warren. Thank you for your great show. Um, I really enjoy listening to it. Um, my question today is, what platform is the best to do um, scalp trading in South Africa? And uh, what's your thoughts about it? Um, I've been following a couple of entrepreneurs in the USA that have used um, scalp trading to generate their initial income, um, to start investing in, in real estate or, or just give the, the, a boost um, in their income. Um, so I'm all for investing long term through platforms like Easy Equities, but I just want to learn more about scalping and and what your um, thoughts are around that. I love doing uh, honest money Q and A because we get such diverse and interesting questions, and and this is this is one that made me actually have to go and do a little bit of homework. So thanks for so much for asking us about scalp trading and what it is and, and you know, is it a good idea and what my thoughts are. So, so for listeners who don't know the phrase, um, it's certainly not a phrase I've heard of. Um, it's really about day trading. It's about, uh, you, know, you know, investors taking uh, positions in investments and then trying to make a very small profit um, on the investment in a very short space of time and then selling the investment, um, banking the small profit and then starting again. So it's about you know, making hundreds of trades where you, you, know, you buy an investment for one rand, you try and you know, make two cents of profit, you sell the investment for you know, one rand and two cents, you pocket the, the, the two cents profit, uh, and, and then you make an investment again for you know, one rand and, and make another two cents profit, and you just keep going uh, until you've built up a, a sizable amount of capital. It's a very nice theory, and, and I, I get the attraction of it as a concept. The, the problem is, in, in reality, I, I don't think it really works well for a long period of time. And, and I know that there are lots of people that love trading and there are lots of, you know, financial, um, you know, gurus on Twitter and Instagram and Reddit and, you know, every blog out there and, you know, nowadays podcasts telling you about all the profits they've made on their trading and, and how, how clever and brilliant they are. But, but the reality is when you look at the world's most successful investors, not, not the ones that are promoting themselves on social media, but the ones that have actually done it on a big scale with real money, where you can obje- objectively measure it and judge it. You know, we, we're talking about you know people like uh, Warren Buffett, you know Peter Lynch, those kinds of people, like really you know successful global investors. Uh, they don't do this. They're not interested in this scalp trading. They're not interested in day trading. What they do is they try and find high quality investments that are going to deliver them massive returns over a long period of time. And I think you know that's the way to go. You know, investing successfully to make real money is a little bit about patience, and and I think and a lot about discipline. And you know, the idea of trying to make small profits very quickly, it, it I know it's an attractive idea. The reason it doesn't work is because you can e- easily make big losses from trying to make small profits. So let's just say you buy a share, and you think, okay, it, you know, it was a five rand share. It fell. It's now trading at one rand. I'm sure it's going to bounce to you know one rand ten, and then I'm going to sell it and 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 make a little bit of money and, and carry on. The problem is that that five rand share that became one rand could become fifty cents, and then you've lost half your money. Uh, and and now you either have to sell it and realize the loss, or you need to hold on and become a long term investor, hoping that you make your money back. 
the, the other problem with, with, with this kind of high-frequency high trading is that the, the people that really make money out of this are the brokers that sell you the, the ability to trade. So in our country, you know, if you're using a trading platform, whether it's you know, one of the new ones you know, that, that have a big social media profile or you're using an old-school stockbroker, they're all going to make money from you doing transactions. So, so they want you to trade. They want you to trade as many times as possible all the time because that's how they make money. Let me promise you, their interest is not in your long-term capital growth. So if you buy an investment once and you put, it in, you put it away and you forget about it and you only sell it in 10 years' time, those stockbrokers and those trading platforms, and I don't care who they are, I don't care how popular they are, they don't want you as a client because you're not going to make them a lot of money. You're going to make them two transactions over 10 years. That's just not money for them. So, so understand that you know, you've got to control your costs. You want to trade as few times as possible. You want to buy as high quality investments as possible and then let them grow. And, and if you're starting with a small amount of money, don't think that you have to become a high frequency trader or a scalp trader because you don't have a lot of money. So you've got to take all the risks in the world to try and get going. All that that means is you're giving yourself the best chance of actually losing the little bit of money that you've built up already. I think be patient, you know, be a long-term investor. Don't, don't, don't not worry about buying, for example, the Satrix World or the, you know, the Satrix Top 40 Index, you know, the Core Shares Top 50 Index, any of those, and just letting those things grow. Pay out dividends. Once you get the dividend, reinvest that and keep going and keep adding to it when you can. That, for me, is the secret to becoming wealthy. It's not going to be about, you know, becoming a scalp trader or a day trader or a high-frequency trader or in Forex or anything like that. That is promoted to you by the product providers who want to get rich off your capital. And, you know, you, you talk about someone like Warren Buffett. You know, when someone asked him about trading, he said, if you can, limit yourself to five investment decisions over your entire lifetime. Just think about that. Five decisions over your lifetime. And that means buying is one decision, selling is another decision. And so if you're going to buy lots and sell lots, you're going to do, you know, five investment decisions a day probably or, you know, a week. And that gives you five opportunities to make a mistake. You buy one high-quality index or one high-quality share and you forget about it, that's all you need to do. It's one decision and you can leave it and, and, and you know, keep adding to it when you've got money. That's the secret to becoming wealthy and you know, using the power of compounding, not trading. Hi. Um, so I've got a tax-free savings account with a financial institution, which I've been running for a couple of years. Um, it's based, mainly been a cash-based account. Um, now I really want to move it into some sort of ETF, EFT or ETF account um, with easy equities, because that's where most of my portfolio is sitting. Um, I want to know, is it possible to move it across? Um, what happens to the funds that are already sitting in the bank's account under the tax-free? Um, yeah, if you can just give me some guidance or advice on what would need to be done. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks. Bye. Oh, this is such an important uh, issue to deal with um, you know, about being able to transfer tax-free savings accounts. It's, it's something that people don't really know about. And, and certainly, you know, a lot of people have, have made tax-free savings investments over the years. And then, and then when they realize, for example, that they've made a mistake by, by buying a, a fixed deposit or an you know, interest-bearing account for, for their tax-free savings investment, uh, and, and they now realize that actually what they need to do is buy something that's going to give them high growth, they think that the only way to get the money out is that they must sell the, the, the tax-free savings investment and cash it out and then uh, you know, start a new one. And that's, that's really not a good idea. So just as a quick reminder, uh, 
when you make an investment in tax-free savings, we're allowed to do 3,000 rand a month or, or 36,000 rand a year, and we're allowed to do a maximum of 500,000 rand over our lifetime. And any money that you draw out gets deducted from that, that 500,000 rand allowance. So if you use it, you lose it. So for example, if you've got 100,000 rand in your tax-free savings and you, and you withdraw it all, in other words, you sell it, um, and then try and start a new investment, you no longer will have a 500,000 rand capacity that you can use. You'll only have 400,000 rand capacity, and that's devastating. So the law requires the financial institutions to enable you to transfer tax-free savings accounts from one company to another, and also within the company to transfer from one type of tax-free savings to another. So in your financial institution, you know, I know you want to move to, to easy equities, but just for example, if you were in a decent financial institution and you happen to have chosen a money market account and you realized that you actually wanted a, you know, a world equity a, a account for your tax-free savings, you could just do a switch inside the, the tax-free savings account. And it's really important there that you specify that you're doing a switch. Make sure that you're not doing a redemption or a, a sale of the investment. It's a switch. If you're at, at a bank, for example, and you want to move to easy equities, then it's important that you instruct the bank that you want to do a transfer of your tax-free savings and not a redemption or a sale of the investment. And it's critical that you put that in writing so that if they make a mistake, they have to correct the mistake and that you don't lose your capacity. If it's not in writing, it's very hard to prove uh, that they made the mistake. So, so I would make sure that um, if it's an online process, that you're looking for tax-free savings transfer and, and not tax-free savings redemption or sale. Um, if it's not an online process and you have to do it through a call center or you know, by email, then, then you know, make sure that you write that down, that it's in the email that you're saying transfer. And I would write it in bold in a different color you know, multiple times over so that they can't say to you that they didn't know or that it, it, was, it was your mistake. But yes, you can definitely transfer. And then I think, you know, when you choose a tax-free savings investment, understand that, you know, it, it'll take you 14 years to, or 15 years to get to that capacity of, of 500,000 rand. So it really is a long-term investment, which means you should have a bias to exchange-traded funds that invest in shares if that's what you want to do. Or if it's a unit trust, then, you know, a unit trust that buys shares. Don't, don't go into a money market account. You know, that's not going to give you long-term capital growth. Thank you for listening to Honest Money. If you have any questions, you're welcome to reach out to me on Twitter. My handle is at Warren Ingram. Don't forget to subscribe. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Chat soon.